Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to answer all the final dilemmas and hot topics ahead of Game Week 3. This is a weekly series packed with FPL tips every Game Week throughout the season. All you need to do is be a subscriber and you'll see a post asking for your questions every Wednesday or you can go on the community tab of my channel to find it. Thanks for sending all your responses in, let's get into it. First up a question from Matty30HD on captaincy and he asks whether Foden's worth it over Haaland. Throughout the season there is going to be opportunities to go more differential for captaincy depending on what type of manager you are. Let's say player X is 10% owned and they're projected 10 points Player Y is 50% owned and also projected 10 points. So on paper there's nothing between them, so an upside chaser can go for the lower owned captain given they're the same. Or if you're a more defensive manager that would rather chip away at rank gains slowly and minimise your risk then the higher owned captain is your one. Looking at Game Week 3 though, in my eyes Haaland's the clear best captain. Let's pull up the Game Week 3 goalscorer odds. Haaland's comfortably topped this week with a 58% chance of scoring against Sheffield United. The only player here who's mathematically more likely to score than not, according to the bookies anyway. Foden doesn't make the list, but obviously has the assist threat. Don't get me wrong, Foden's a top quality FPL pick and going with both is a good idea, but I struggle to see past Haaland captaincy. Question from 30pod who asks, with Arsenal's injuries and suspensions, do I think Gabriel's an option to start once again? So following Tomiyasu's red card last game week, it has to be Zinchenko that starts. And when Zinchenko starts, he's the one who inverts from the left, essentially pushes up into midfield to overload the opposition's midfield, which means Arteta will want a left-footed centre-back to stay back when that happens, which is Gabriel. Kivyot is left-footed as well, but Gabriel's the better defender. Previously, it was Partey inverting from the opposite side. As frustrating as he's been, this is the likest he'll be to start, and I'm expecting him to, so yeah, he is fine to start if you're on a pinch. However, I should add that I expected Gabriel to start versus Palace and was wrong about that one, which is why I kept him myself and I rolled the transfer. Like anyone, I'm not right 100% of the time. So following on from that question, FPL Fella asks whether to start João Pedro or Gabriel. Both benched last week, and yet on paper, both actually likely to start now. In case you missed it, last game against Cisa was the one who came in for João Pedro. He played really well and he got two assists. However, he's picked up a knee injury this week in training, which just opened the door for Pedro to return to the starting 11. So I'd start João Pedro between the two here, chase the upside of the attacker. Callum asks, is Rico Henry a sleeper pick? So I was hit and record and I was about to say not at all. He's a player I've been banging on about the last couple of game weeks, but I looked him up and he's under 6% owned still and he's returned in both games. So yeah, in terms of ownership, he is. Many of you are getting rid of Gabriel or some other defenders, so let's review the best defenders for 5 million under. Number 1, I'd actually have Colwell top. I'm expecting Chelsea to kick on with this kind fixture run and for 4.5 mil he's a reliable punt for 6 points this week. Henry for 4.6 mil now as well after a rise and he's absolutely in the top 3. Home fixtures to Crystal Palace, Bournemouth and Everton in the next 4. And then he's got Forest away game week 7 and Burnley home game week 9. He's got an attack and return in him as well. Udogi's also got an attack and return in him. He's been playing super advanced down the left and his next three are Bournemouth, Burnley and Sheffield United. You can't go wrong with any of these three, so if you've got a favourite, go for it. Just make sure their fixtures rotate nicely with the other defenders if you need to bench them at some point. Let's take the opportunity to look at the clean sheet odds this week as well while we discuss defenders. So Colwell is favourite this week for a clean sheet among those three, with a 51.5% chance against Luton, Brentford 37.5% and Spurs 27.5%. Sheffield United and Fulham are going to need a miracle this week to keep one. Rock bottom of 8.5% chance each. Testament, by the way, to why we should be giving our Arsenal attackers one more week. Let's have a look at the most popular transfer combinations the engaged managers making and discuss them. 
So Madison to Foden's an absolute no-brainer given Madison's injury and Foden's fixtures. Madison's out for 3-10 to 10 days so he's going to miss this game week and Foden was the best player on the pitch against Newcastle. Looking at some others here, João Pedro is leaving a lot of teams regardless of the Enciso news. Jackson and Vissa are the favourite replacements. Alvarez also a very good replacement not shown here but a bit more of a rotation risk. Lots of managers are making the Watkins to Jackson switch and this was one of the most sending questions this week whether to make that move or not so we'll cover it independently in a second. The most popular Gabriel replacement is 4 mil Gusto. I actually quite like this move, it frees up 0.9 mil and Chelsea as we saw near the top of the clean sheet odds this week. James is potentially back in a few weeks, but if you've banked those points by then, then what's the problem? Bruno to Mbumo is an interesting one. Mbumo the top scorer in the game at the moment, though he's had two penalties, which isn't sustainable. Excluding penalties, Bruno is actually top in the league for non-penalty expected goal of on with 2.12 xgi. He's been absolutely dodging points, but hopefully he comes good this week. I'm a Bruno owner myself and I'm giving him the Forest game. David asks cats or dogs? Easy one, dogs. That's my one by the way. Do you agree or disagree? Right, a popular question many of you sent in then. What do we do with Fernandes and Rashford if they don't improve? So first of all, I do agree with the implication to give them the Forest game at home and then decide. Man United played a midweek friendly against Burnley, so Ten Hag clearly not happy, perhaps wants more fitness or he's trialling a tactical tweak. It was a pretty rotated side, but my plan is to give them both game week 3 and observe. If they don't improve, then the answer is simple, shift them on, particularly given they face Arsenal game week 4. Foden and Mbuma are my two favourite replacements, and the good news is you won't be priced out of either move, and you'll even have spare cash after. Foden's home to Fulham in Gaming 4, and Mbuma's home to Bournemouth in Gaming 4. You could even make both moves if you own Rashford and Bruno. Another very popular one this week, do we sell Watkins for Jackson? This one's a bit team dependent and it's a very luxury move to make. Aston Villa played a Europa League qualifier midweek where Watkins bagged a hat-trick, which makes this one even more of a headache. If you've got no fires to put on your team, two transfers, absolutely no other priorities, then yeah, this is a transfer I would make. They're very close, but I'm expecting Jackson to outscore Watkins over the next five. Watkins has racked up 0.81 expected goal involvement, Jackson's racked up 1.39 XGI, more big chances and more shots in the box for Jackson. If this vid's been useful, please drop it a like and make sure you're subscribing. Question from Big Random, who asks whether he should go on Triple Brighton with Estepinha and Matoma in March. So Brighton unsurprisingly start the season very well so far, but the boat might have sailed now and loading up on them. If anything, I'd be likely to be going the opposite way and selling Matoma after game week 3 anyway. In FPO, you don't want to chase last week's points, you want to look at where the points are going to come from next. Jackson and Foden are two relatively low-end players where I think the points could be coming from next. That isn't to say ignore the likes of Mbuma and Wissa as well, as Brentford have still got great fixtures, so they're perhaps priority. Brighton are less so now, and in a couple of weeks they're playing European football midweek as well. Estepinha is perfectly fine to hold, as he's been immense, but I wouldn't be looking to triple up, no. Cameron asks which free websites best to use for figuring out when the price changes are going to occur. FPLstatistics.co.uk is the best free one. It's riddled with ads, but it's very accurate. Basically, a player over 100% is likely to rise, and vice versa at minus 100%. Once European football kicks off in a few weeks, just be careful of early transfers if a player looks like they're rising that you might want, or a player that you own might be falling. It's sensible sometimes to just ride out the price changes if you've got lots of players involved midweek, as there's risk of injury which could leave you even worse off just because you tried to catch a 0.1 mil rise or fall. I'm not sponsored by them, but fblstatistics.co.uk is the one I use. 
Anyway, tomorrow morning's video is a huge one. Hundreds of transfers banked among the top all-time managers. We'll be catching up with the experts to see what they're all doing with their transfers. Hit subscribe so you don't miss that. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.